Turn with me in your copies of God's Word to the Gospel of John. John chapter 14. We continue with the I am sayings or statements of Christ. And this afternoon we will be considering the the I am statement that Jesus makes. I am the way and the truth and the life. John chapter 14. I will read from verse 1 to verse 14. We will consider verse 6. This is the authoritative word of God. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me, has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than this will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Let's pray. Father, we come before you. Once again, we ask for help that we may be able to uh, understand the passage before us and that I may be able to rightly divide it for this dear ones. Open our eyes that we may see the glimpses of truth that you have for us in your word. Speak to us, O Lord as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Take your truth this afternoon and plant it deep within us. Shape and fashion us 
into the image and likeness of Christ through it. Help us now as we listen that because we have ears, we would hear and that because we have eyes, we would see. Hear us, Lord, for we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus has been uh, giving us these I am statements. We began with uh, John 8.58, before Abraham was I am. Then he has told us I am the bread of life from John 6.35. He has told us I am the light of the world from John 8 verse 12. He has told us I am the door from John 10.7 to 10. He has told us I am the good shepherd from John 10.11 to 16. Last week we considered Jesus telling us that I am the resurrection and the life from John 11 verse 25 to 27. Now this afternoon I'd like us to consider uh, um, that Jesus tells us I am the way and the truth and the life from John chapter 14 verse 6 and then Lord willing we will finish with uh, the, the final one I am the true vine now at the heart of what we will be talking about this afternoon is a refutation of ecumenism ecumenism is this movement or group of people that want to bring all sorts of religion together and claim that every religion leads to God in one way or another. At the heart of what we will be considering this afternoon is a refutation or disputation, if you will, of ecumenism. We do not believe that all religions lead to God. Christianity claims exclusivity, as I have constantly told you. And the passage before us is, is a perfect embodiment of this fact that Christianity claims that it, it has the true way and not all religions are, 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 are not quite right that Christianity is the only true religion that leads to God now if the passage before us had a problem the, the problem would be that we, we are quite able to understand what our Lord is saying the, the, the passage in front of us this evening is, is not hard to understand. And it's similar to the one that we considered in the morning. Um, <clears throat> the difficulty of it is that of swallowing the truths in it. Jesus is saying here that every other religion in the world leads to destruction. Because he is the only way. He is the only truth. He is the only life. Jesus is very clear in this text that we have in front of us. In verse 6 of John chapter 14, we read that Jesus is Jesus is speaking to, to, to Philip and of course, sorry, to Thomas and by extension to all his disciples. And his disciples seem to be a, a bit confused. He, he's telling them that I am going to a place uh, to prepare for you a place where my father is, there also I, I will be. And, and, and he's saying, because uh, you are to believe in God, believe also in me. So he's, he's saying that uh, um, there's a time that he's coming, and, and this is just before he's, he's arrested and crucified. A time is coming when he's, he's now going to, uh, to his father, and he will prepare a place for his people. Now, <clears throat> one of his disciples, Thomas, says to him that... Uh, we do not know where you're going 
and and and, and Jesus is telling them or telling him that uh, I am going to my father but then Thomas also says something uh, that is interesting there he says because we do not know where you're going how can we know the way and, and this is where now Jesus responds by saying uh, that he is the way uh, <clears throat> he is the one through whom uh, access to God to the Father to heaven is granted I'd like you to see three three things from this this verse I'd like you to see simple plain truths which are obvious from the text Jesus is the way no one comes to the Father except through him number one number two Jesus is the truth no one comes to the Father except through him number three Jesus is the life no one comes to the Father except through me three basic plain truths from that verse I must say here uh, that as we look into these statements that they are <clears throat> they are too profound to be completely exhausted when Jesus says I am the way and the truth and the life he is making so profound truths uh, so much so that we are not able to completely comprehend what he is telling us no amount of exposition can be able to fully unpack these words before us this afternoon yet Jesus is absolutely clear and without a shadow of doubt he is telling us deep deep things of God now as we get into this statement that he makes here it is important that I remind you that Jesus is God and the, 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 that truth cannot be overemphasized he, he says there I am indicating that he is perfectly aware of his deity and thus he has already told us that in John chapter 8 verse 58 that before Abraham was I am and so then we are to constantly <clears throat> hear these I am statements as Jesus self-proclamation of his immutability his self-existence his majesty and his eternality Jesus is saying I am the greatest I'm the greatest of them all of all the prophets I am the greatest of all the priests I am the greatest of all the kings I am the greatest I am the king of kings he's saying I am who I am now it is also important to recognize that when Jesus makes this statement here reminding us that he is God we see a similar thing with his attributes so that when we are considering the attributes of God we know that it is not only that God has goodness it is also that God is good and all goodness flows from him we know that it is not only that God has love it, it, it is it is that God is love itself and because he is love all love emanates from him and so on and and so forth and thus then this is the same with the passage before us when Jesus says I am the way I am the truth I am the life he's not simply granting us that he knows the truth or he knows where life can be obtained from or he knows the way and so he's going to show it to us no he's telling us he is those things the way is him the truth is him the life is him he is the way he is the truth and he is the life so number one Jesus is the way 
no one comes to the father except through him verse 6 tells us there jesus says say to him i am the way no one comes to the father except through me the meaning here is quite plain <clears throat> even with the depths of truths in the statement before us jesus is saying that there is no other road to the father there is no other way to god that those who would go where the father is can only use one means one road one way jesus christ alone has to grant atonement jesus christ alone is the mediator he is the route to heaven those that have him know the way and will eventually get to where the father is and so then jesus says i am the way jesus is saying that he does not merely show the way it is true that he teaches the way it is true that he guides us in the way but all this is true because he is the way i'd like you to notice there the exclusivity of that claim he is saying that there are no many roads to heaven there is only one road to the father and i am the way the church is not the way to the father religion is not the way to the father good works are not the way to the father baptism you know as we're going to do a baptism next next week lord willing is not the way to the father the way is exclusive and jesus is the way to the father this statement that he is the way is strengthened by that final statement at the end there that no one comes to the father except through me and thus the truth here is that jesus is the only way to the father now there's nothing new that i'm going to tell you jesus is the only way no one will enter heaven if he does not use this way if you do not come to christ if you do not use him as the way you can't go to heaven you can't you can't go to god there are no many ways there are no many religions that will lead you to heaven only the religion that bends its knee to christ knows the way because jesus is the way now the truth communicated here is is that not all roads lead to god some lead to hell there is only one way to the father and he is jesus this way is jesus now people will quickly jump and say that we are judging we are judging and we are deciding who will go to heaven and who will not and and they will not be wrong we would be judging but we would be judging because these are the words of christ himself jesus says there's no other way i am the way there's only one way jesus assures us that those who do not have him will not go to heaven period and if they are not going to go to heaven they're not going to go to purgatory they will go to hell because he alone is the way there's no question about it the disciples of christ were early on known as the people of the way for they followed jesus christ they followed the way the lord jesus christ in acts chapter 9 verse 2 we read and asked him for the for for letters to the synagogue synagogues of damascus so that he, he he found any belonging to the way men or women he might he might bring them bound to jerusalem now when the apostle paul saul of tarsus is going to damascus to to uh, persecute christians he is given these letters um uh, letters of this uh, uh, the people that are in the synagogues uh, at damascus 
so that if he found any belonging to the way, he would do away with them. In Acts chapter 19, we read, <clears throat> chapter 19 verse 9, But when some became stubborn and continued in unbelief, speaking evil of the way before the congregation, he withdrew from them and took the disciples with him, reasoning daily in the hall of uh, 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 Tyrannus. Now this is, again, the Apostle Paul. The, the point there is, Christians have been known as the people of the way. Acts chapter 19 verse 23. About that time there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. Acts chapter 22 verse, verse 4. I persecuted this way, the Apostle Paul says, to the death, binding and delivering to prison both men and women. Acts 24 verse 22. But Felix, having a rather accurate knowledge of the way. You remember that, that individual, Felix? Put them off saying, when, when Lysias, the tribune, comes down, I will decide your case. And so Christians have always been known as, or they were early on known as, the people of the way. For one to be a true Christian, they must be in the way, which is Jesus. Jesus is the way. When you listen to a testimony, like we did this afternoon, we are listening for the person of Christ in, in the testimony. For he is the way. There is no other way. If, if you give your testimony and the person and work of Jesus Christ is not there, you do not have the way. You cannot be a Christian if you don't have Christ because He is the way. Jesus is the way through His sinless life. He enters into this world. He lives a perfect life. He obeys the Father perfectly. He fulfills the entire law. Jesus is the way through His sin-bearing death on, on the cross. His substitutionary sin-bearing death. He dies upon that cross. Uh, um, uh, he takes upon himself the wrath of God that none of us could ever take unless it would be in eternity. And he does it. He pays the infinite uh, uh, debt that we, we owe God. And this then uh, ensures that he is the way. The only way that brings us to God is the Lord Jesus Christ. There is only one path to enter heaven. And this way is Jesus Christ. There are not two ways. There are not ten ways. There's only one way. And that way is Jesus Christ. You will do well to ensure that you are in the way. Or perhaps I should ask you a question there. Are you in the way? Are you on the way? Are you in Christ? Have you been born again? You know, as we've sung, have you been washed in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are you in the way? Because you better be. Because there is no other way. You better be found in Christ. For there is no other way of salvation. Jesus makes the exclusive claim. He is the way. All who go to the Father must go through him. Because he is the way. Number two, Jesus is the truth. No one comes to the Father except through him. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth. No one comes to the Father except through me. I'd like you to notice here the and that joins the entire statement. All the, 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 the all those statements there are true. He's the way, the truth, and the life. But they're joined, they're, they're joined with this 
and statement, this conjunction that joins them. So then the way and the truth and the life are to be seen as one glorious statement of truth and fact. And so this is one statement that gives us multiple truths. And these multiple truths are joined with these and statements, the conjunctions. Jesus is here saying that if one would have knowledge, if one would have anything that they would call truth, they must have him. They must be in him. All revelation points to him. Why? Because he is the Messiah. He is the fulfillment of all the Old Testament types and shadows. He is the sum and substance of all the truths of the gospel. He is the truth. The truths of the gospel must be full of Christ. There is no gospel without Christ. Christ is at the epicenter of the gospel. All the truths of the gospel center around the Lord Jesus Christ because He is the truth. He is the embodiment of every truth that we obtain and find in the gospel. The prophets were the prophets of Christ. The apostles were the apostles of Christ. And thus, what they proclaimed was and is truth. And, for, uh, and, 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 and it continues to be truth because it is of Christ. Because the apostles and the, the prophets were the prophets of Christ. Now, those that have him know all that they need to know. If you have the Lord Jesus Christ, you have the truth. You have all that you need to know. So that you may have eternity. You, you, you know everything that you need. If you have Christ, all that is needful for you for eternity is yours. You know it. Because Jesus is the truth. Jesus is, as it was saying, you don't know. And for you to know, you need me. Because I am the truth. It is not only that Jesus has the truth or that he knows the truth. Again, as we've seen there with the way, it is more precisely that, that he is the truth. And therefore for us to know anything of truth, for us to have any grasp of truth, we need Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus is, saying, is, is here telling us he is the truth incarnate. If you want to have the truth, you have to have him. Because he is the truth. So that truth is more precisely a person. And he is that person who is the truth. The Lord Jesus Christ. The world is completely lost in darkness. Since it has no regard for the truth. Because it has no regard for Christ. It's completely lost in darkness. And, and thus Jesus is able to say, I am the light of the world. I am the truth. I am the truth. I am the truth. Truth cannot simply be obtained by going to school. Truth is Jesus and Jesus is truth. Truth is not only obtained in books. Truth can only be obtained in Jesus Christ. For anyone to know God truly, they need Jesus, who is the truth. For anyone to, to be truly saved, they need Jesus because he is the truth. For anyone to have any grasp of Redemption 
redemptive revelation. They need Jesus, for he is the truth. Now, the statement comes powerfully after Jesus has already said in chapter 8. Look with me in chapter 8. You know, in John 8, from verse 31 forward, we read, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Notice there the close connection between the son who sets free and the truth that sets free. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This connection can now be easily spotted because Jesus is the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. He sets people free. He sanctifies the people of God. He guides the people of God home. Being the truth, Jesus demands that we believe in him. We all must believe in him because there is no other truth to believe in. He is the truth and therefore he demands that we believe in him. We are to surrender to him for he is the truth. We are to bow to him for he is the truth. We are to submit to him for he is the truth. We are to have faith in him who is the truth. And so have you believed in him? Have you trusted in him? Have you submitted to him? Have you believed him who is the truth? Can we believe where there is no truth? No, we can't. In Romans 10, 17 we read, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Now, Jesus Christ is the truth. If, if we don't believe him, there's, there's nothing to believe. If we don't have faith in him, there's no salvation. No one goes to the Father without this truth. Jesus says, I am the truth. All this because is because he is the truth. In a day and time where people are less and less concerned with truth, the Christian should be well grounded in the truth. The Christian should know the truth. The Christian should be well grounded in Christ. There is no Christianity where the people don't want the truth or they want little to do with the truth. There is no true Christianity there. Christians want everything to do with the truth. You and I as believers, we must want the truth because we know that truth is first and foremost a person. Jesus is the truth. Now the great reformer Martin Luther says, quote, peace if possible, truth at all costs, end quote. And, and what Martin Luther's communicating there is that as much as, we, as much as we can, we should try to be at peace with others. 
But when it comes to truth, there's no debate about it. Truth must be at all costs. And this is what the disciples really were telling the, 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 the rulers, the chief priests, the Pharisees, that, that we want to be at peace with you guys. We, we, want to, we want you to come and join us. We don't want to cause trouble. But peace, if possible, truth at all costs. You judge for yourselves whether we should submit to you. But we are going to submit to God rather than to men. That, that, was, that was a proclamation that they gave because Jesus is not only the way, but he is also the truth. Have you believed the truth? You know, the, 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 the kind of thing that we should ask ourselves here is, what do we believe in? Is what we believe in in Christ? Is what we believe in the Word of God? Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. You know, when God communicated to the, the people of old through the prophets, now He communicates to us through His Son. He is the Word of God. And in this text, it tells us that he is the embodiment of truth. Number three, Jesus is the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. We read there lastly in verse 6 of John chapter 14. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is here reminding us what what is already said multiple times he says that he is the life you know and we, we went through that extensively last week he is the fountain of all life because he is god he is self self-existent and, and therefore self-sufficient this then makes him the fountain of all life he is fulfilling himself sufficiency and thus all life is in him all life is in christ he is able to breathe life into the lifeless he says there that he is the life he alone can redeem from death only Christ can grant life because he is the life it is only Christ that can grant everlasting life because he is the life those that will go to the father must believe in Christ and they will be sure to have life because he is the life as we saw last week, Jesus is the source and giver of life, for he is the life. Jesus is, is not only the source and giver of life for his people, he says he is the light of life. Then John chapter, chapter 1 verse 4. Jesus Christ has the words of life. That's what Peter says to him. Jesus Christ came that we may have life and have it abundantly. And as we saw last week, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Now, go with me to 1st John chapter 5. 1st John chapter 5, same author. And in 1st John chapter 5 verse 11 to 12, we read 
And this is the testimony that God gave us. Eternal life. This is, this is the testimony. That God gave us eternal life. And, and how did he give us eternal life? We read there. And this life is in his son. Because Jesus is the life. Verse 12. Whoever has the son has life. And this is because Jesus is the life. Whoever does not have the son, John tells us, does not have life. Do you see the consistency there? Because Jesus is the life, anyone who has him has life. And if you don't have, have him, you don't have life. Look at verse 20, 1 John 5, 20. We read there, And we know that the Son of God has, has come and has given us understanding. He is the truth. So that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true in his Son. Jesus Christ. Can you have similar language? And then it says there, He is the true God and eternal life. You know, if you are to remove the, the, the statement true God there, that statement would read, He is eternal life. So, so, so that He is the true God and He is eternal life. He is God incarnate and He is the life. Notice in all these statements, the exclusivity that Christ communicates with. He says, there are no many ways. He is the way. There are no many truths. He is the truth. And there are, there are no many lives. He is the life. And no one goes to the Father except through Him who is the life. Now, these are not just mere words of a carpenter's son. These are words of one who knows where he comes from and where he's going. And that's what he tells his disciples there. I'm going to my father and I'm going to prepare a place for you. These are words of one who knows that he is God. So then I, I, I ask you, I ask you this, these questions again. Do, do you have life? And, and, and I, I want to pray that we all have life here. So that we are sure of eternity, not because of anything external, not because of anything that we have done internally, not because of anything that is within us, but because we have Christ who is the way and the truth and the life. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? The, the, the truth here is we bow before him and we are safe. We can be sure that we will go to the Father. We can be sure that he has us in his grip and he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will not lose any of those that have bent their knee to him. Jesus is, is telling us if you're in him you're on the right path. If you're in Him, you cannot be deceived. If you're in Him, you have eternal life. Know how we would all be sure that we have Him, that we are in Him, that He's our Lord and Savior. Oh, how we would treasure 
the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts. How we would see the glories of our Lord. These are what we call the excellencies of Christ. When we say, Lord, help us to proclaim the excellencies of Christ, this, this, these, are, these are the things we talk about. That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we communicate to sinners of the gospel message, we can't do it without telling them of Christ. How can we live knowing that the only way is Jesus and not giving it to others? How can we live knowing that He is the truth and the truth can only be found in Him? And let the Muslim pass by. How can we live knowing that life cannot be obtained anywhere else? That people die every day and fail to proclaim Him who is the life. I pray that God will help us with these things to know that He is the way, the truth and the life and that no one goes to the Father except through Him so that we may always in our lives lift Him up. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You that we have Him who is the way and the truth and the life him who is in the father and you are in him we thank you that he is ours and we pray that if there if there be anyone here in our midst who does not know him that they would be saved the children here have ears and however feeble they may be they they are hearing this message we pray that this would be like gospel seeds planted in their in their hearts which would bear fruit in due time we pray that everyone in this tent would would come to the knowledge of christ who is the way and the truth and the life that everyone who would come across this message that they would bend their knee to christ because no one comes to the father except through him please bless us with these things lord grant that we would meditate upon them uh, day in day out Help us, help that our hearts would be warmed towards our Savior, our Lord, the way and the truth and the life, that we would constantly love Him, that we would seek to know Him more and more in His power, and that we would be found worshipping Him all the days of our lives. Hear us, Lord. Bless us with these things. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.